Hello, my name is Fabiana Cole, and this is Connection First. And you know how much I love talking about family dynamics and how we can find small things to do in our everyday in order to help things to flow in a best in the best possible way if we can and one of the things that I have been meaning to share on this space here on my podcast is the power of anticipating situations that could happen I think it's something that we all do as soon as we are parents right like we plan like the fits in advance and how many nappies we will need so you plan the the nappy bag with everything that you will need depending on how many hours you're gonna be going for and this and that but I think we, sometimes we can underestimate how powerful that could be later as well thinking ahead of things that could happen and expressing those things that are going to happen or preparing our kids for what is going to happen, whatever is going to happen. And I thought about, about it this morning and I decided to, to record this today because this morning um, I woke up early. Today was my day to record a couple of podcast episodes. So I, I wanted my morning completely free and I had to wake up at 5 a.m. to finish a couple of things very early in the morning so I could dedicate my whole morning for my podcast and and to you know I'm doing all the content up until like February next year and the interviews that I keep telling you that are coming and all of that so anyways I was here in the computer early in the morning and then Matthias my nine-year-old son came and he was already ready to go to school like dress he had made his bed everything ready and I was like whoa so surprised because I always tell them you need to wake up get ready make your bed and then you can go and have breakfast and come downstairs and all of that but that's not what happens like usually they just come downstairs and I need to tell them a few times like guys go and get ready while I make the lunch boxes go and get ready and blah blah so this morning that wasn't the case he came all prepared and and I was thinking like, wow, what made the difference? Because this term, he's doing two activities in the morning. Like he has two days where he starts instead of nine, he starts like at 7.30 or 8. So today was at 7.30 and I was wondering what had happened for him to, you know, be so ready with the best attitude. And then I went back to last night. And last night, just before he went to sleep, I told him, like, super quickly, I told him, hey, remember, tomorrow is basketball day, your friend is coming for you at 7.30, so when you wake up, you know, get organized according to that. (laughs) And the fact that I mentioned that just before he went to bed, and as a reminder, it really helped him because when he woke up, he was predicting and he knew already what was going to happen and... It was something small that I feel was very helpful and it helped. The morning was completely different just because of that. And we all do it. Sometimes we don't really think about it. We simply do it. But I feel that we could use it more to help in the family dynamics in that sense. Thinking ahead, preparing us, preparing them for what's going to happen. Kids love predictable situations. That's something for another episode, obviously. And, and there's a lot of research on how important that is. And many times, you know, life is not predictable. Like many things that will happen spontaneously and, and you know, it's, it's part of life. But so many things we can predict and we can help them not only 
for them to be able to know what's going to happen, which is very important, but also to teach them how to predict situations in an honest way. So this basketball example from this morning was just, you know, something simple, but it can be something major related to emotions, relating to if they are going to get in the same class that their friends are going to be next year. And we can be honest. We can say, you know, it's going to be a tough day tomorrow because it could happen when, I mean, for example, here, when they go to school on the first day of a new year, they get to know uh, the class that they are in until they get to know the teacher and the friends. They don't know it in advance. They just know it the first day. So it's pretty hard for some kids. And we can help them. Being honest and telling them, like, tomorrow is going to be tough and it could happen that you're happy and you're with your friends or it could happen that you don't get in the same class as your friends. And that honesty and, and helping them creates connection, which is what we want in the end, right? We want to help in the dynamic that we have as a family every day and also in the connection that we try to keep with our kids in every moment. And I can guarantee, like, if I compare the morning yesterday where no one was prepared and he was running to tennis and we had to leave the house in a bit of a rush and it's like oh did you grab your racket did you grab this let's go and this morning when he was prepared and everyone knew what was going to happen and it was more predictable I can guarantee that the connection was definitely more present this morning so I really feel it's a powerful tool that we need to use more in our advantage in that sense because it can help us it can help our kids and there is an amazing way to use it with siblings as well. And of course, the siblings relationship is something for another episode. But I thought I would mention today about how powerful it can be to predict situations between brothers or sisters or siblings in general. So I have two boys and I saw it just recently, like the other day. They were in the trampoline and I was looking what what they were playing, right? And they were being a bit rough, like pushing each other, like pushing each other. And they were having fun, lots of laughs, like they were having an amazing time. My husband, on the other hand, was cooking. He was making our barbecue and he was, you know, taking care of our meal. And he wasn't, he was looking and listening, but not as much. And me, by looking at what was going to happen, I could predict in my head what was going to happen in in the ter- in terms of this could end bad like this they can end up fighting because of this so i mentioned something like guys that could end up bad like just be careful and of course they wouldn't listen they were having fun they are not thinking ahead in those situations and that makes sense right they are just kids but when it happened that eventually the older one like it took it too far he took it too far and he push push his brother like like more like harder than he should have and the my little one was crying then my reaction was in tune with what was happening because I was predicting that that could happen and I was like hey guys I mean it's not his fault it's the game's fault you shouldn't have been playing that in the first place because this could happen when you're playing rough one of you can get hurt and the reaction from my husband when he turned back and he saw the my little one crying was like what what's going on here like he got a bit more agitated by the fact that they were fighting because he didn't see what was happening beforehand. So honestly, we can learn so much by keeping an eye and seeing the situations and thinking what could happen on that situation. And and sometimes it can work either way. Sometimes you can prevent that from happening and stopping the game if that's your decision, or you can simply know that that it could happen and react in a much more better way by predicting that or anticipating that and and with siblings it's something that I I use so much and we are always not looking obviously but whenever we can we keep an eye and and 
we predict that this could happen or if there is a toy that they usually fight for, maybe you take it away before that happens and small things that we can do to help in the dynamic. I feel it's all in with the with the aim to help the family dynamics and for things to flow in a much better way. And the other thing why this is so useful is that when we can teach this to our kids, we can teach our kids to do what my son did this morning. Like, oh, think ahead that you're going to have tennis, maybe leave your things ready or basket today, leave your things ready and then you are prepared for what's coming. I mean, as I was saying, we could use it in everyday moments like this morning or with the brothers and siblings. And we can also use it for more powerful things and with intention that uh, expressing situations that they might go through and I don't like telling them so much in advance but there is something that we do every weekend for example if we have a busy schedule on a day in the morning when we're having breakfast I would go hey guys this is what would happen today we'll have this and that it's gonna be a busy day and especially for kids that find the hard the transitions between one plan and the other or place with the other it really helps them because then they know what is going to happen. They feel empowered. They feel like the things are under control, that they are not being taken from one place to the other like crazy, but like, you know, there is, this was according to the plan, and I was told that this was going to be the case. It's really helpful. And the other way that I feel we can use this is to predict behaviors. And we every day get to know our kids better by observing them, by learning from things that happened in the past with them. And we start to read the signs that they give us or thinking ahead on things that could happen. The other day, for example, we were dropping our kids over to our friends because we had a concert and our friends were, they were staying at my friend's place and in the car. And this is how we usually do it many times in the car. When we were still parking, like we said, okay, guys, before we get out of the car, let's have a quick chat. These are the three things that are most important today. And we, in a very graphic way, it's like first one, second, third, and then go and have fun, enjoy yourself with your friends and this and that. But we, in the car, had a moment a family moment that was very brief. I promise this is not going to take you like no more than a few minutes. But you predict the situation. You anticipate things that could happen. Um, for example, when we go to a birthday party, our kids love eating, especially my older one. You know, he loves eating and he goes straight to the table where he finds the food and he can stay the whole time there. And of course, this is something that we talk a lot in different ways with him and that we've been working on. But every time we go to a birthday party, for example, I would mention it to him. It's like, hey, remember, there are so many kids. Don't go stay there. If you're going to grab a cupcake, it's just one. Remember, and you know, it's something small that you say very nicely. <laughs> it, it really helps, I promise you. It's completely different when you say it beforehand than when you are in the situation and, and you go to your child and it's like, what's going on with you? Why are you taking two cupcakes? You were supposed to take one. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I mean, of course, they are kids and it could happen. They, they, they might forget or they might see there are so many cupcakes and they just feel the, you know, the, the, the desire to grab more than one. And our job is just to guide them. And many times our guidance can be in a way of anticipating situations and telling them just before they are going to happen. We don't need to talk. I didn't have to talk about that sleepover weeks that was going to happen last weekend. 
And sleepovers is actually a great topic that I want to bring uh, in these conversations on my podcast soon. But I'm not going to go there yet. I didn't mention about the sleepover weeks in advance and I wasn't telling them every day, like, guys, this is going to happen. Just be careful with this. Don't do that. No, it was literally the moment we got there in the car before jumping out of the car. I mentioned this is important. I mean, this is an example with a seven and a nine year old. If you have younger kids, you can still do it. You simply put it in a much easier way for them to process. So if you are going to the birthday party, going back to the cupcakes example with my nine year old, instead of saying it like, you know, there are so many kids, remember this and that and gain a bit further in the explanation and in the reasoning and everything. If you have a toddler, you will say simply it's like before you walk to the party, it's like, hey, remember, it's just one cupcake. Remember, there are many kids and that's it. I mean, very quickly and something shorter and easy to process. I feel it's something that we have been always doing. And as I said, like we all do it sometimes without considering how powerful it can be for both things that I mentioned, to prepare them and to prepare ourselves to anticipate situations and anticipate behaviors, to give them a sense of predictability to them and to us and to avoid conflict that could happen sometimes when things are, you know, out of the way and no one was expecting this. And the way you say it changes as they get older because you can get further, you can discuss what is going to happen in, you know, more detail. But when they are little, you can still do it. You just put it in a simpler way and, and still you tell them what is going to happen. So everyone is across and, and same for you and predicting the behaviors and what the needs will be for the day and everything that we've been talking about. So thank you so much for listening. As I always say, we are all doing the best we can with the information and the tools we have. And I hope this little tool that we already have, but sometimes we can be underestimating can be useful thank you and please if this resonated with you or any of my podcast episodes remember to share it with someone with a friend that might find it interesting and useful too thank you bye-bye